You are listening to LDS and Loving Life, episode number 52, Why You Have Struggled to Make Time for God. Are you a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and sometimes feel overburdened, discouraged, and generally not as happy as you'd like to be? If so, welcome. I'm Jordana Thiessen. I am a lifelong member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. I am here to help you use the gospel in the way that I believe it is meant to be used, to bring you joy. Let go of limiting beliefs that bring you down, and welcome empowering beliefs that lift you up. I'm so excited you're here. Hey there, how are you doing today? I just realized that I am very Canadian. (laughs) At the end of the episode introduction, where my voice goes up at the end instead of down, and I'll take it. I like being Canadian. So how are you doing today? I hope that today's been a good day for you, but if it hasn't been, I'm sorry. Hopefully this podcast will help you feel a bit better, and you will come away from listening to it with some excitement and some motivation. I write down the ideas that I have for podcasts Sometimes as starting points for learning and coming up with ideas of how it relates to my work as a life coach who is trying to help members of the church bridge the gap between what they have been taught and how to apply it. That's what I find can be really struggling sometimes, right? (laughs) How often have you heard yourself say or caught yourself thinking or someone else saying something along the lines of, I know I should really read my scriptures each day, but I'm not very good at it. Or maybe it's about ministering or praying or going to the temple or doing family history work. So why is it so challenging to do something that we know will help us? We have all heard testimony, talks, and had experiences where we have felt the Spirit whisper to us that what we are hearing is true. We have all felt the desire to start doing something good or that will help us to be happier, or to stop doing something that we know is that stopping that will help us to be happier, but we don't do it, or we start, but we don't stick with it. This challenge is what I would like to help you with today, and I know that it will also help me in preparing this podcast. I had some really good insights for me and in my own life. I specifically want to talk about identifying what is keeping you from making time to invite God into your life and how knowing that will help you to make time for Him. I'm not going to focus on why it would be good for you to make time for God because odds are you already know that and you have a desire to spend time with Him. You just feel stuck where you are and don't know how to move forward. It is human nature to not want to be wrong and to not want to be at fault. I see this in myself a lot. I even catch myself wanting to prove to my children that I am right. Let me tell you, if a four-year-old is convinced that they are right, a mom has no hope of proving her point as correct. When something goes wrong, it is human nature to find someone or something to blame because we don't want to be at fault. This is so deeply embedded in our natures that when we have not implemented a change that we want to make, We take the information from around us and turn it into proof or reasons why we have been unable to make this change. So even though 
we have this desire to spend more time with God in our lives, we have this lack of follow through, right? We don't actually go and make that time to spend with him each day in our lives. And I say this as one who has experienced this and does experience this. We all do it. We find reasons outside of ourselves to justify or prove why we haven't done it. What sort of evidence can you see in your life that has made it impossible or really hard to make time for God each day? Your work schedule, illness, children needing you all day, lessons, practices, meetings, appointments, and church callings that take up your time, unexpected emergencies, a messy house. These are the types of things that we like to blame for not being able to make the change to invite God into our lives. And this is normal. This is how our brains work. I just really want you all to know that this is coming from a really loving place and from a place of, I have experienced this and I have blamed these things. And so like, it's just coming from a really loving place. This is just how our brains work. So nothing has gone wrong. But all of the things that I mentioned are circumstances, things that for the most part are out of our control, things that just are. When you are a parent, it is true that your children will need you. And for some people, their children are with them a whole lot more often and do require help and intervention from mom or dad or grandparents or whoever the caregiver is a lot in the day. It is true that some people have jobs that require grueling hours of work that spend more time at work than at home. And it is true that some people are on the go every day, driving themselves or others to and from various meetings, activities, and lessons. One of the most common stories that all of us tell ourselves about the circumstances of our lives is, I don't have time. I don't have time is a story that we tell ourselves, and it's really, really believable. So that's what a belief is. It's a thought that you've had so often, and you really just believe it as being true. You can probably even find a lot of people to collaborate that story which makes the belief even more believable and deeply rooted. How does this relate to you spending time with God each day? Try filling out a self-coaching model to see how this belief affects you spending time with God. The circumstance can be whatever you choose as the way that you would like to spend time with God each day, whether it be one or any, any combination of things such as scripture study, journaling, prayer, meditation, regular temple trips, family history, or anything of your choosing. I'll just use the example of scripture study for this. So in the circumstance line at the top, maybe it's a goal to read one chapter of scripture each day. And then is the thought line. And you put in the thought, I don't have time. And your thought creates a feeling. And so perhaps you feel something like hopelessness, discouraged, stuck, uncertain, heavy, conflicted. So you choose one emotion, one feeling that feels very true for your thought. And then our feelings, I almost said thought, our feelings are what fuel or drive our actions. And so this is an example of things that may happen in that action line. Look at everything I have coming up. Tell myself that a few minutes here and there don't count to read has to be enough time to sit and read in one sitting. Try to read, 
but give up after being interrupted, scroll social media during downtime to unwind, tell myself I'll do it later, find other things that need to be done first, like cleaning the kitchen or showering or eating or feeding children. And then the result that's been created because of my actions is I have filled up my time with everything except time with God. This is something that I have experienced a lot. I drew from my own experiences to make that example self-coaching model. And I'm confident that I'm not the only one who has experienced something similar. I'm really just like everybody else, and everyone is just like everyone else. We have a lot of the same thoughts and beliefs running through our heads that just aren't true. Honestly filling out that self-coaching model and asking yourself those hard, possibly vulnerable questions brings really great light and understanding to you. You may be tempted to move into shame and judgment when you have discovered what belief is keeping you from making time for God, but I promise you that what you have just uncovered is a good thing. It's like digging out a weed in the garden and getting down to the root. You now have an incredible ability that you didn't have before. Awareness. I have found that when I finally hit on the belief that is the root cause or even one of the root causes of my problems, that along with the possible heaviness or sadness that it brings is a feeling of empowerment from the spirit. The spirit saying, yes, this is what I needed you to find. Because now that you are aware of it, you can practice on catching yourself believing it more regularly. So, Going into shame and judgment isn't helpful, but it can be really easy to slip into that. And that is where having a life coach there is so helpful to help you stay in that realm of curiosity and love and compassion and empowerment. It really is such a good thing that now you have this awareness because now you have so much more power. So when you get really good at noticing that untrue belief, more regularly, you can see it for the painful lie that it is. And when you know it is a lie and you catch yourself believing it, it becomes easier to see and invite healing truth, such as, I may not have time to read a full chapter, but I can read a verse or two. And kind of along with that goes, and that's okay, that's good enough. You might find, I can read my scriptures on my phone while on break, or I can listen to my scriptures while driving or cleaning the house or doing some other activity. So you begin to naturally see that you do have time and that you have simply been choosing not to use your time to invite God in. But you have stopped blaming everything and everyone around you. You have taken responsibility. And that is what's different when it's, I don't have time, and it's because of X, Y, Z, all of the things going on, that's very disempowering because the fault lies in things that are outside of your control. But when you take that responsibility on yourself and realize, oh, hey, I've just been believing the lie that I don't have time, and then there's other things with it, right? Like it needs to look a certain way in order for it to count, right? Those are other layers of it. But when you take on that responsibility of it's just been because I've been believing I don't have time, so I haven't been making time, that 
you are able to, to make some incredible changes. You have the power to now choose to invite God in because you've taken responsibility. The hours in your day have stayed the same. Your activities and responsibilities have stayed the same. And you have made time for God. It may seem simplistic or naive to say that the reason you have not been able to achieve your goal of making time for God is rooted in your beliefs. Or maybe it sounds like blame or attack to you. But it's actually true that it's been your thoughts. And it is one of the greatest gifts to know just how much power you do have in your life. And you 100% have the ability to make the change that you want to make. So if you been, have been feeling the drive or desire to make more time for God in your life, go ahead and ask yourself, what am I believing that is stopping me from making time for God? It is the first step. It may be hard, but it will be worth it. If you feel stuck or uncertain about how to actually do this, good news, this is what I do. I help you discover those painful thoughts that probably aren't even true. And I help you work through them. So don't forget that you can go sign up for a coaching session. There is a way for you to be successful here, no matter what you want your time with God to look like. I really believe that for you. Thanks for listening to this, everyone. I hope that you got something good out of it and that you feel more confident in your ability to make time for God. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me today. If you found this episode helpful or interesting in any way, I would love for you to share it with others, rate it, and leave a review. I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching for people just like you. If you want a coach who values and understands how important your faith is in dealing with your personal struggles, I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for a try-it-out session today at youarelimitless.ca. See you soon.